Welcome to A Better Me Podcast with Coach LaToya. Please forgive me. I know I said in June that I would share the five most influential men in my life and I only shared one. Now he is that impactful. However, I am still going to honor my commitment and make sure that the other four men I get to share with you during the month of July, which is also Minority Mental Health Month. So I know I have been gone for quite some time and I promise I'm going to share some of the projects and things that I've been up to in some upcoming episodes. So thank you so much for listening. And my intention is that these four additional men will really impact your life as well, just when you're listening to them. Thank you. So I have the amazing opportunity right now to bring to you someone extremely special to me. Uh, He's my spiritual director, spiritual father. I mean, so many names. The one who has kind of created who y'all know me to be uh, on this wellness and spiritual journey. And so without further ado, I want to introduce to you Joe Dealey. Hello. Hi, Joe. Hello. So this journey has been uh, for me since 2002 um, when I came back to New York and met you. But tell us a little bit about how your journey had started. Oh, my goodness. My journey started uh, lots of years ago. Um, (laughs) And, um, you know, it it truly it's all part of an experience of being influenced by others. And I think that that's, that's probably what this whole spiritual journey is about mm-hmm. is that somebody has a spark and mm-hmm. they give it to someone else and it lights a fire. And then the next person sparks someone else. Um, this, this morning I, I was uh, finishing up a, a book that I was just finishing writing and uh, I sent it off to the proofreader at all. And, um, and I knew who I was going to dedicate it to, but I was really, I, it's to four people, these four women who touched my life. Uh, and I am the person I am because of them. <laughs> That's and, so funny. And I just so, said the same thing about you. That's hilarious. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so as you said, that it made me just reflect on my own morning. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, it's, it's just about that. When they, when someone starts this fire, or at least gives you the spark, and the fire starts, you're filled with an energy and awareness, mm. and uh, kind of a power that you didn't know was there. And it's it's all there. It's in in us. It's it's in all of us. Mm-hmm. Um, we forget it, and and um, we lose track of it sometimes, and and sometimes we even bury it, and and we do it on purpose, even. Right. But but that's just the story. Um, doesn't mean that the spark has gone away. It just simply means that we're not looking at it at that point. Mm. And so a lot of my life and a lot of um, what has gone on is helping other people to see the spark in their life. Mm. It's for me, at least it's all about waking up Yeah, because it's, it's not something that's not there. It's not something that, oh, if I just do this and work harder and figure this out or do this ritual or <laughs> say these words or believe this thing, mm. then it'll happen. Mm-hmm. All that has to happen is I wake up. 
<laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, and when you say that, I just think back to like, I can see it like it was yesterday and it was, you know, several years ago um, of just meeting you and just waking up, like literally not being aware of the power that lives within you know I had gone to Catholic school for all my life almost at that point except for college and I was just so amazed (laughs) you know and I think the first thing you talked about a book which you know he's really the one that reintroduced me to reading because I had a very not so good (laughs) relationship with reading and the power of now was the first book you gave me Mm -hmm. and that book I was like, what? <laughs> like, wait a minute. This is so interesting. And, and and the biggest part of the book was just talking about like the mindset and how my mind is, you know, creating my realities and the experiences that I have. And I was just like, oh, my gosh. And, and then to just kind of continue on with your leadership and, you know, just kind of your way of being in life, you know, with the meditation and scripture groups and, you know, silent retreats and all of these things I could go on and on. And I was just it just really awakened me to a whole new world that just already lived within, which is outstanding. Yeah. 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 And it's not something you had to put on. And I think that that's that's another uh, reality in, in most of our lives. We're almost taught that if we just do this, then we'd get it. Or, or of course, we, we live in a consumer society. So if we just buy that, then we really get it, you know. Um, and, and it's not about any of that. It, it, it is just there already. But, but it's kind of like, <laughs> to use a, a phrase that you know quite well, it's like standing on a hidden treasure. <laughs> yes, <laughs> absolutely. Right, right, right. There it is. It all looks so plain. But if you do a little digging around, you realize something spectacular is there. Mm. And what I think happens in our culture is that not too many people are inviting too many people to do a little digging. Mm-hmm. Yeah, especially so, in that way. Yeah, yeah. And so then we're numb, you know, and and um, numb and, and blind to, to our own life, our own reality, our own mind. Mm-hmm. I mean, we are just blind to it, mm-hmm. um, you know, because no one has invited us to dig. And, and um, that's a real problem, mm-hmm. you know. Um, and and the, the uh, from another perspective, for me at least, Another problem with um, religions in general, this is like, uh, you know, so every religion could hate me after this <laughs> phrase, uh, but but all religions seek to numb us mm-hmm. because by the processes through which they have come to knowledge, they now try to force everybody to do exactly what they did to get that spark burning right right but i can't do what they did i have to do what my gut tells me to do right my own individual process absolutely absolutely so who were the the people that lit the spark in you or continuously you know is once it's lit does it stay lit or is it need to get lit 
throughout. <laughs> oh my goodness. I think it, it just keeps getting relit. Yes. <laughs> Re-energized, <laughs> renewed, me. like another log is put on the fire. Yes. Um, and, and it was as simple, simple as this. I, mm-hmm. So the four women, one was um, a sister when I was um, uh, seven years old. Uh, mm-hmm. I just figured out this morning she was 19. Wow. Uh, this nun was 19 years old. And I went to public school. So in, in those days, you, you went from public school to uh, Catholic school and on the afternoon of Wednesday. It was the release time thing. Mm-hmm. And, um, and, and, and it's back in the day when, when sisters wore those long things to the floor and their face was, you know, the, just their face. There's all you could see. <laughs> no hair, nothing. And, um, and, and I had been told by the kids on the block, all who went to Catholic school, Mm-hmm. the nuns are scary and they have a spanking machine and they oh my god i was terrified like they didn't have no spanking machine in ps242 so like what the heck am i going into that and and so and i and i wasn't like into church or anything like so i i you know i i was thought it was boring i hated going when we had to go and all that stuff and um and my family wasn't into going to church so it was kind of we all fit um <laughs> And then I, I, you know, I was going to this, I was seven years old, going to receive First Communion and met this, this sister, Christine Marie. And Christine Marie was the funniest person I had ever met in my little seven years. <laughs> Not only was she welcoming, she was really very entertaining. And, and I remember this kind of sensitivity it was in the early 60s. In the early 60s, the uh, nuns, all nuns from all communities went from kind of a dome kind of veil thing to a, a box kind of veil thing <laughs> uh, because they were all learning how to drive and mm. you couldn't drive if you couldn't see around your veil. So, um, so, but she said, and, and this is what I remember. She said, so next week when you come, don't be scared. It's still me, but I'm going to be wearing a different hat. Mm. And, and I just remember that sensitivity. Right. You know, and, and um, well, and, and then, of course, in any church where I've been pastor and, and we've had, you know, Sunday school, I've said, I don't really care what they learn. They'll ask the questions when they get to them. Mm-hmm. But I, I want them to know that it's fun and mm-hmm. it's safe. Yes. And then they'll come back. Then they'll ask right. the question. Right. And that says to me just about the human experience. It's not really like this curriculum that needs to be had. It's, you know, and I feel like so often we miss that, you know, and and that's why many don't even allow themselves to let their spark come out because it's so much things that I need to get. And so one thing that I've always learned from you is that it's so like, just keep it simple. (laughs) You know, it can be if I choose that. Um, And and that's what that story kind of represents to me. It's not like this. Oh, she gave me this scripture and then I memorized it. You know, (laughs) right. It was like, you know, especially as you were describing the nun, I'm like thinking something along the lines of like what a nun would air quotes do. And it was Mm -hmm. like, no, it literally that seven-year-old soul for what they would notice when they yep. came back right yep. and That's and so exactly. so that is just our being human and being yeah. aware and yeah, that's that's very profound to me and and that's one of the beauties of 
you know, just kind of being a part of your village, right? And, mm-hmm. and learning mm-hmm. because I'm not waiting for only when I go to church on Sundays. Right. I kind of don't do that as much anymore. But you know what I mean? I'm not waiting for that. I am in my everyday living experience, like finding those opportunities and being aware of them, I should say, really. You know, and that's I can see now where (laughs) how it all started. Yeah. (laughs) How it all started. So that's incredible. And then so how does it continue to stay lit? You know, to continue to read, you know, and, and you know, I'm a big reader, uh, and, and just the characters that I've been reading um, have have just shown me over and over again um, the presence of the divine everywhere. Mm-hmm. And and one author, you know, you read in one author, you know, three or four other authors that she might have read. And so then I go find those three or mm-hmm. four people. And, <laughs> and so now I'm surrounded by books that I haven't read. But anyway, <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> there's hope. Right, right, <laughs> yeah. right. Yeah, no. it, it all brings up something that's all connected, I think. Because um, very often today, we'll hear people saying that we live in a post-Christian era. Mm. And, and I don't know that that's really true. Because what I think I have realized is it's not post-Christian, it's post-institutional religion. Mm, Yes. People have found the Christ on their own, and they might even use a different word for it. Right. But it's still God. Right. It's still the Christ. Yeah. Uh, As an entity, the Christ is a manifestation of what is matter or stuff Mm -hmm. and what is spirit. Mm-hmm. And that's what you and I are. That's what everybody is. Mm-hmm. But that's also what every other creature on this earth is. Mm-hmm. Matter and spirit. Yeah. Even if you're a tree. Right. Absolutely. And, and so, so Christianity is bigger and deeper than anyone ever let on. They mm-hmm. tried to refine it and focus it and make it jumping through this hoop or that hoop that makes you a Christian. But in fact, I think that's a lie. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I agree with you. <laughs> Look, yeah, I so. it was like the thing that I like had inside and that resonated most with me is what you just brought to the forefront, you know, and I didn't have the words. I didn't know what it was, but just meeting you and consistently staying connected. <laughs> so when you said mm-hmm. the spark you needed, cause I stay connected anytime I feel like I'm going too far. I'm like, Hey Joe, <laughs> right. Because it's so important to just get right back and recognize what's really important and what uh, matters most and what's already within. And so I am forever grateful because no where because it's it was something like I didn't even know I needed kind of thing because I thought I was fine you know I had graduated from college I'm like I'm mm-hmm, good I'm just mm-hmm. gonna live my life um and meeting you really just changed the trajectory <laughs> completely of my life <laughs> absolutely so I am so grateful for you uh allowing yourself to be used in that way to light the spark that was in me and in so many I know so many people you know that you have lit the spark in and consistently lit the the spark in and so uh, I am definitely grateful so if I were to ask you one thing like how can um, 
someone that it their spark isn't lit at this point let's just say what would you say to them uh i would say to them what gives you deep peace and joy mm-hmm. and go there mm-hmm. yeah and and for some person it might be looking at art for another person it might be running mm-hmm. for another person it might be swimming for another person, it might be walking in a forest. For another person, it might just being with their loved one. Mm-hmm. See, each person's got it. Yeah. But we don't pursue it or give it enough time. Mm-hmm. And and so, what gives us that 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 joy, that inner joy, and that inner peace? Yes. That's where God is. Absolutely. And and I would do the the opposite. If it doesn't give you peace and joy, it's not God. Mm-hmm. Run, <laughs> run as fast as you can, because it will only drag you down. Yeah, 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 for sure, absolutely. Listen, you guys only got a little taste of um, the wisdom, the jewels, the humanness, the simplicity, just the space that he provides all of the time to anyone that he's serving. Um, and he serves many. Um, and has been doing this how many years now, Joe? 36. Whoa, just 36 years. <laughs> just, uh, you know, a little bit of 36 years. But as I said before, I'm so grateful. Um, I'm honored that you took the time to come on and, and share with us. And, and I look forward to talking with you again soon. Thanks Thank so much. You. Thanks so much. Thank you so much for listening. Give yourself the opportunity to acknowledge the men in your life who consistently support you in being better. Until next time. 